I still have armies in the Ukraine. <laughs> the Ukraine. You know what the Ukraine is? It's a sitting duck. A road apple, Newman. The Ukraine is weak. It's feeble. I think it's time to put the hurt on the Ukraine. I come from Ukraine. You not say Ukraine weak. Yeah, well, we're playing a game here, pal. Ukraine is came to you. How about I take your little borders? Welcome to another episode of Read the Room on the No Filter Network. Welcome to Read the Room, brother. How are yeah, you? Great to see you again. Ready to drop some knowledge on some people and some opinions. Absolutely. And let them know what's going on. Right? It's the best let's place to find it. The real no filter answers. We do that. We do that uniquely here on the note. This is probably why people don't really like us that much because we actually speak the truth. Right. It's like, the truth. If you want a bunch of dishonest bullshit, you can go over <laughs> anywhere else you want. But you better be able to handle the truth if you're going to well, come yes. to No Filter Network, read the room with my brother, Mike Gula, and Absolutely. White Boy Bob over here, Mark Smith. Right? <clears throat> so how are you? I'm doing great, man. It's uh, It's been a crazy week, not just personal life, but, but man, politics is all over the world. Is oh, yeah. blowing up. Every oh, new, yeah. Every new stories every week, which makes our job pretty easy. So we kind love- of fun. <laughs> Love going. So why don't, why, don't, why, don't, why don't we talk a little bit about what we want to talk about? Why don't you dive into that and um, sure. just start letting it rip? So, you know, the episode today is, you know, hardcore Ukraine. And um, for those of you that can't handle um, satire or graphic images. I um, know where it is. Over, yeah, or get over yourself. Because when the reason why I chose that image is I saw Zelensky five or six days ago in his in his little cute little tracksuit um and his Joke. um Joke. russian slash ukrainian voice uh saying um thank you goldman sachs um blackrock uh jp morgan chase for all the money you're going to invest the DOD here in the United States for the HIMARS and Abrams tanks and all this wonderful stuff. And we are the engine of locomotive. I'm like, bro, we we already know that. Okay. We're the world's fucking piggy bank. It is. It is the department. The biggest money laundering scheme we have in our lifetime about what's going on. Yeah. And and so it fucking pissed me off is what it did. Of course, um, it's shipping it off with logic. And yeah. and I'm like, okay, so is this a Ponzi scheme or is this yes. the Marshall Plan 2.0? No, there, there's there's too many right. dumb people involved. And, and you know they're <clears throat> dumb people because they literally think they could do anything and say anything. You can't take this guy seriously, this war seriously, if he has photo shoots. You can't do it. Right, right. Period, period. That alone, you cannot take that seriously. Look who it is. I love the hat. And the Christmas tree still up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So no, I just pulled you in. Okay, great. You're there. There you are. Excellent. So, so I got a question. I got a question for Rico. Um, um, if this system recognizes his email address, he should be fine, right? <clears throat> Yes no, and no. Um, okay. There's quite a few. 
bugs in the system. So in terms of if we want to do our pre-production, you know, beforehand, uh, everybody needs to either be made a co-host. I'm not sure if they ixnade the guest link since they kind of reorganize things. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we'll get it figured out. Yeah, no we'll get it figured. So bugs. No so, do you, so do you mean bugs like how they literally <clears throat> tried to bug? Uh, President Trump's campaign headquarters was it was it kind of like those kind of bugs or was it no no those was, are different okay those are different but back to the Ukraine thing though back to the Ukraine thing the reason I chose this uh, as the episode today is him showing up in his tracksuit doing the Black Rock J.P. Morgan uh, uh, Goldman Sachs bring your money and thanks for the high Mars taxpayers of the United States uh, to the DOD um, is it pissed me off. It's like, okay, is this a, is this a Ponzi scheme? Like I said a minute ago, or is this Marshall plan 2.0? That's why I did it. And that's one of the things I want to talk about today because we we're in a protracted war. Uh, what is today? The 27th of January. Yep. Yeah. We got three weeks, you guys, and this fucking war will be a year old. Mm-hmm. And nothing no, is changed. That but, That's why, Mike. But is this really, is it really a war? I mean, do you actually believe the body counts of what they're saying, even though we've never seen any kind of images of any kind of real casualty body count? Is this war? Is it really, really? Is it really a war? I think for the people on the ground, uh, the answer is absolutely yes, because who wants to um, walk out to fill up your water bottle because there's no running water out of your pipes anymore, and all of a sudden 11 people are blown up by a uh, a missile, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think in terms of a conventional war, like what we know a, a war is, this is more of an invasion than an actual right okay let me, let me let me, let me, let me my, uh, my concern is it's going to escalate into one well well let me stop you right there <clears throat> did a missile strike hit a building absolutely is there bomb sometime in israel gaza strip bomb goes off you see people ripping through the rubble to get people mm-hmm. out of these buildings you see you don't see any of this in ukraine nobody is going to the buildings and ripping people out maybe i missed it i usually like to watch the news I'm the biggest skeptic as it comes to this war. What do you think, Rico? What do you think, bud? So I'm going to have to say that in terms of what it means to the people in Ukraine, have having personal relationships with them. Once the war started, I reached out to teachers in that country to find out how I could personally help. Mm hmm how I could help them get some semblance back. And me and Mark became friends with somebody by the name of Irina Minkowska, who basically became our eyes and ears for what was actually happening on the ground, cutting through the bullshit of what we get fed. Instead, we get fed it from somebody who was there. And keep in mind, she was not pro-Zelensky. When they were touting her being, or touting him being Winston Churchill, she flat out (laughs) laughed. Sure. Yeah. And the one yep. thing we got from Arena was she's one of the most amazing women to be able to laugh and joke yeah. and bring levity into a situation. Just for example, 
Her family had businesses that got bombed, total boom. She got moved out of uh, Kharkov, where she was from, or Kharkiv, pardon me. Kharkiv, yeah. Uh, when shit started to hit the fan. Recently, I caught up with her, and um, she <clears throat> sent me a picture of her eating dinner and her daughter doing homework by candlelight because yep. they got shelled and it knocked out all the power in Kharkiv. Okay. So, but I, I'm not disputing this. Why, how is she doing homework? How are schools open if they're dropping bombs? Like if she's doing homework and they're dropping bombs, are they really going to, I don't, I don't understand that. Well, in her unique case, I mean, she's an educator, so she will keep that stream going. I mean, you know, but you see what I'm saying? Chefs will feed their children, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But sure. uh, it's it's limited, definitely limited. Um, uh, Rick, uh, what are your thoughts on that, buddy? Well, controversial. They definitely. She may uh, she may join us, by the way. She may join yeah. us too. So <clears throat> the fighting is all in the east. Like it's plain and simple. That's where it's taking place, and. In terms of what Zelensky's been touting, I mean, it's obvious he's fleecing the world right now. There's no question that's what happens uh, during these times. For whatever reason, we are the world is uniting against Russia. Mm-hmm. And in the process, they want to build. This is the investment capital of the world now. Reinvest in us. Because... It's a cash cow. Mm -hmm. It's never going to go anywhere. The Ukrainians are going to have to fight it. Eventually, we will get involved as we have been. The more we send weapons over, the second one American dies, it's shit's hitting the fan. I mean, for fuck's sake, Zelensky bombed somebody in Poland to try to pull the world into the world or into the war. And then he said, it was Russia. Welcome to find out it was him. So... A lot of questions that have to be asked um, and proper oversight needs to happen from where the money is actually going. Correct. Totally agree. Totally agree. So it kind of leads me to the next question. Uh, What what does success really look like for the U S for Ukraine? Yes. Kicking out Putin, but what it has to be more than that. What is real success because the country's getting torn up. You're going to have to come in there. Are we going to bring troops on the ground, advisors on the ground? And do they need congressional approval to do that post-war? So we're in we're in the 12th year, if you want to count 2011 for than 2014 with Crimea, et cetera. Um, you know, Donbass, Crimea uh, first of dealing with Putin and his aggression. Um, I, I I look at NATO and you kind of laugh a little bit because NATO is kind of like an Elks Lodge full of people that are moneyed in their positions and power, but aren't fulfilling this almost now 80-year mission, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we had to pull uh, a lot of diplomatic teeth with a lot of the wrong people in this administration who have no experience whatsoever in doing so 
uh, you have a national security advisor uh, who was a press secretary uh, on two campaigns, Hillary Biden, right? You have uh, the little pencil neck guy, Ned Phillips or whatever his name is at the State Department. And then you got um, the Secretary of State, all of whom, oh, by the way, he used to run the Penn Biden Center. I just wanted to point that out really quickly to our viewers. Um, who has limited experience uh, and successes and has been on the wrong side, like his boss, of a lot of these foreign policy issues. So more succinctly for our viewers, success looks like getting Russia completely out of the East, uh, setting up a definitive blockade from Poland uh, and Hungary with missile systems that will point to Russia, so if they, if they FAFO again, there's going to be problems. But we are nowhere near that with these gaggle of marshmallows, uh, both in the European Union and, and NATO, and certainly in this administration. That's what it ultimately, it looks like Trump for four years, man. Yeah. Okay. I mean, in January, January 2017, he goes to Davos. He tells the little short stack who's now got cancer from Russia, fuck around, find out, I'll shove a missile up your ass through Moscow. Goes to, goes to, uh, invites the Chinese premier down to uh, Mar-a-Lago six months later, um, leaves to go in the middle of dessert for 20 minutes, comes back, tells him he just shoved 20 cruise missiles up uh, uh, the uh, Syrian uh, president's butthole. And uh, by the way, uh, we'll do the same to you in Beijing if you fuck around. So find out, right? Correct. But we Correct. don't have that. We don't have it. Correct. So bottom line, I want to ask Gula. Um, when you say, <clears throat> "What is it for America? What is the best option?" Whose eyes are we looking at it through? Because I think that's an important part. Like, sure. each player has a different objective, so to say. Good point. I I don't I don't see what success looks like to America at all. Russia is still going to be a threat to us. Period. period. Um, you kick them out of the country, great, cool. I mean, that is that really the success when you where you're running a proxy war? We don't have troops on the ground, and the only thing that we're offering is a hundred billion dollars. Is is that success? No, Russia's still going to be Russia. I, I, it's not yeah. like Iraq, where we destroyed Iraq and rebuilt it. You're not destroying yeah. the country of Russia. So, well, no. that's well, let's call a spade a spade, okay? Ukraine's never going to defeat Russia Correct. on their own. Correct. Ever. 100%. Like, yep. Peace talks are the only thing that will end this. <clears throat> the only way that's going to happen is if Ukrainians are willing to <clears throat> submit to Russia and give that sliver of Eastern territory, which yep. they are not willing to do. <laughs> from what we have heard from the people, they are as proud and pissed off as anybody to give up one square mile of territory. So it seems like that is off the table. So from there, what do we do? So here's the thing, and just to kind of go off your point, they want to, they, Russia wants that little sliver. Mm -hmm. Russia, say, bombs Ukraine with whether it's a dirty bomb or something more than conventional. They know nobody's bombing Moscow. They know nobody's touching Mother Russia. 
So what are we what are we really doing here? Russia doesn't give a shit. Let's you know, I hate to give just a simple answer because it's so much more intricate than just what I'm about to say, but it's just another <laughs> Afghanistan. Like yes. it's plain and simple. Well, we're just yeah, trying to put money into yeah. somewhere, cap our feet in the ground, yeah. have strong military, rah rah rah, be strong America, be able to have the military industrial complex pump out those dollars. The politicians that get to push it get to keep going. Everybody looks like they're doing some sort of bipartisan effort by rallying behind this. Meanwhile, uh, we're still not holding NATO and those other European countries accountable for what they should be putting into the GDP. Because let's keep in mind, America pays more in the GDP, more into NATO than every single country in NATO combined. I've heard that before. I've heard that somewhere before. Right? No, we're in fucking Europe. We're on the other side of the pond, and we're footing twice the bill for everybody in Europe. Not one country, all of the alliances. So right. something point, needs to point, happen there. But yeah, point well taken. So um, the um, the point on Afghanistan was something I wanted to close with on, on part of this issue is the reason why this incursion invasion occurred to the scale that it is is because of Biden's failure in Afghanistan. He opened the door to that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He let a, uh, a ragtag sixth century mindset full of um, Bedouin scumbags uh, into um, an $80 billion purse full of equipment, money, and... Um, that will be used on Americans. All Monday. kinds of one other wonderful things that will be used on our allies, including ourselves. And so you gave Putin the signal that I'm weak. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Thank you very much. Peace, love, Obama. Just like Urkel did when he was president and um, Obama was vice president. Right? <laughs> so, so Mark, but, let me let me let me kind of change on the <clears throat> brain. So staying on topics. Well, let me let me say this. And yep. so the reason again that I I chose that I chose that image is somebody's getting fucked. All right. Yes. Um, yes. It is yes. America that's getting fucked. Uh, so are some other folks, uh, the little short man in the tracksuit that disrespectfully showed up in that stupid ass looking thing in the well of the Congress. It's like, hello, yeah. you people are from Europe. You invented decorum, put a suit on, um, you know, as I sit here in leisure wear myself, but fuck off. It's, uh, uh it's a show we put on. So there you go. <laughs> but the bottom line is, is, um, uh, when he came on and did that video, I was like, all right, that's it. That's it. That's right. It. Right. I, I got to do a right. show on this. This is fucking bullshit. Right. Okay. So no. it's either another Marshall plan or it's a fucking Ponzi scheme. I think it's part of both. I mean, I, I wouldn't even anyway. call it the Marshall plan. The Marshall plan was no. talking about rebuilding Europe. We're talking about it's rebuilding not. a ragtag country that offers it is, nothing. It's about them. hedge funds and investment banks going in and taking a centrally geostrategically located uh, country that has massive agriculture and natural resource potential and building a pipeline system from the West into that Eastern part of, of Ukraine and going like this to Russia so that they can never again go and turn the fucking uh, dial off to natural gas and electricity to Western Europe. That's what this is about. And on top of the uh i mean they 
what are they? They have 40% of the world's uh, um, fertilizer that they sure. export sure. For, for everywhere from Australia down to the continent of Africa and over to uh, Western Europe. So that is a huge, and up into Scandinavia, huge yep. swath so, of, of natural resources. So therefore, it's all about that. And I get it, and that's fine, and we build nations all the time. But at least fucking be honest with us, okay? Right. So, so, so anybody the- in the audience who wasn't able to break down all of what Mark just said, if you want to learn more about the economic advantage... Go to the CIA World Factbook. No, uh, right. Or Sorry. you could just go into www.hunterbidenslaptop.com yes. and Find see what he had to say about it because yep. daddy helped him know you're welcome. Brilliant. And didn't, didn't, yeah. So Rico, here's, here's a question for you. And also Mark, since you're Mr. Capitol Hill here, is McCarthy going to have to relent and give some of, and do another aid package? Is he going to face that pressure and actually cave to that pressure? Create an aid package off for um, a debt ceiling package and also um uh less spending by the administrations the answer is yes but it's a combo pack of uh noodles ramen and dried seaweed right so here would be my question is it depends on the timeline of when the package is proposed right true because it will be this year it will yeah. be it will be this year. Well, sure. Uh, I mean, they have to do debt ceiling um, before June, um, and it uh, it really the the end of the fiscal year is September thirtieth. But there's a, a June deadline on debt payment. Um, but it will be, I would argue, you'll have a package that that is one, then the other, then the other over the course of this first session of the hundred eighteenth Congress. So that they don't have to deal with it. Democrats especially don't want to deal with it in an election year. Uh, they've got 23 senators up for re-election. Seven of them are in trouble, right? And we only need dose seats, right? And we have 10 up. None of them are in trouble. Right. Uh, we'll probably lose five seats in the House-ish and pick up potentially 15, 10 to 15 in the, uh, in the House on the other side. So we'll see. But yeah, they do it this year. You so, so you both sure. agree McCarthy's going to give them money. He will. Yeah. And, and he's responsible for that. He needs to do that. Well, let's just look at it in basic terms. All right. Where do the numbers fly? How many people are supporting Ukraine on Capitol Hill? How many aren't? Well, let me put it to you this way. Um, I mean, there was a vote the other day. I want to say it was. 367 or 430. No, it was like 367 and 63 people went, yeah, and gave him the Heisman on it. So you have a you have a disproportionate majority of the of the House uh, that are ready to be continue to, to be supportive. But my point is, um, since I, I mean, I'm an appropriations lobbyist, so I'm, I'm the Jerry Maguire factor for my clients. Right. I know where the money is. I know what the budgets are, et cetera. I've been on phone calls all this morning with different chiefs of staff because their bosses are getting assigned to subcommittees on appropes and they're calling me up for different reasons and blah, blah, blah. Talk to Ron today at all? 
Was Ron Klein I, on that I, list? Or wait, he's I not can't answer that. that. Come on. I'm just kidding. So I'm sitting at my desk in my office, right? And each one of these drawers that I'm pulling out, they're all filled with money from last year's appropriation bill. And there's money left in there from when Trump was there. And so what, Dem what Republicans have to do and Democrats have to be willing to do, and little Hakeem Jeffries, the election denier, uh, said yesterday he's willing to have discussions on debt ceiling, right? Um, and so they have to go into those drawers, into those accounts and go, okay, you got two and a half billion left over from the last two fiscal years you haven't spent. Minus that from your request and we'll give you your budget request. That's the way they're going to likely end up having to do it. So I have a question from from a PR perspective and a practical one. So I have a question for the both of you guys, because maybe you can illuminate the audience greater detail on the difficulties of this word that I'm about to say. Oversight. What is so difficult about proper oversight in Washington, D.C.? Because it's, it's the, go ahead, Mark. There's nothing difficult about it. And again, uh, Mike Gould is the Alex Trebek of our show, so he gets to ask <laughs> most of the questions. But um, we, you and I get to sneak one in every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, um, the, the answer is there's nothing difficult about oversight. You actually have to do it. In the last two years, the Democrats have done nothing in terms of oversight. They haven't even proposed a budget out of the House of Representatives with John Yarmuth from Kentucky, who retired in 2022, uh, proposed zero budgets in 21 zero budget out of the budget committee in 2022 and you just saw the hammer attack video on pelosi's husband which is horrible uh she's the one that told him you're not doing that so they have to actually do their job and they just have not been doing it and that's again why the rules package that they they passed is so good and also why you saw the floor fight, which I thought was fantastic. Right, but but look, two weeks we, ago. We, we, we've never shown oversight. Even when Republicans had the House and <clears> during the Iraq <throat> War. Man, I gotta, I'm not going to agree with that. Danny, what? Danny Burton and, uh, and Daryl Issa were fantastic oversight chairmen. Sure, you know uh, these things. 99% is going to be uh, terrific. Won't. That's the bottom line. You know these things because you're on Capitol Hill. Nobody else knows this, period. That's why that's why they gotta come to no filter and listen to us on Read the Room, right, Rico? That's my dog saying. There we go. We got the canine vote right there, Gula. Hey. <laughs> All right, that's Alex Trebek, go. We're ready. All right. So let's um what do we got here? Let's let's talk a little bit about something that broke. The news knew broke, but oh you would you would never know it actually broke. What about the Pfizer executive that admits <laughs> that they, are, they created this bullshit vaccine? Oh, my God. He admits it's, it. just, it's so bad. I mean, you know, you got, again, not to go into deep dive. You guys know my background in healthcare and, and, and my spouse also, my wife. Um, we have, we've known this now for three years. I mean, Mike, you and I've talked about this for three years and some of the stuff we were doing uh, yeah. to help the country. And uh, um, first of all, I just got to say this, okay? 
as soon as I saw this fucking kid yesterday, actually I saw it the day before because I got uh, sent a link to it before it broke on Instagram. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you, uh, Chinese coronavirus in my chest. Uh, I don't have it right now. I just have had it. Um, I knew this guy was gay, number one. Okay. Number two, um, I had an, I absolutely, I said to my wife, I go, Oh, he's on a date. I guarantee you. Okay. And then did both of you see the ranting and raving of this clown afterwards? Well, that's why I'd love to step in because for the audience who haven't seen it, why don't I? Do you have it? Do you have it? Please tell me you have it. I have it, but unfortunately I can't play the video. So you're going to have to share it. I'll send over the link. You know what? Send it, send it to Google. Send it. Gula, you do it because you're on a computer. I'm on an iPad, and I don't think that this screen share works as well. So, Gula, I posted the link in the chat right now. All you got to do is copy paste (laughs) it, and in the share screen, you'll click on share video. What is it not? I see the link. Can't copy it. Oh, Arena, Arena just uh, is knocking. So, I'm going to bring her in. Okay, let's do it. So we'll go. We'll go back to Ukraine for a few moments. Say our hellos to our dear friend. She's uh, she's coming in here. She'll come second. in. Yeah, once you're able to. <clears throat> um... There she is. Hello, darling. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Ah, uh, the love me? of my life, Arena. <laughs> I love you. How are you today, my dear? Rick, keep it PG. She's got kids in the room, all right? She's got a whole family. dog over there. I can't bro. help it. I, so, so, Arena, so, 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 Rico. Arena, I want to introduce you to a really good friend of mine, Mike Gula. Um, colleague nice for the you. last 20 years. Uh, extraordinaire. Fantastic, fantastic guy. He's, I pay him uh, a lot of money to say nice things. One of our co-hosts. I know. I got the check. It's right here. No, just kidding. How Hi, are you? you? Nice to see you. I'm happy to see you all. <laughs> are you staying safe? So uh, I uh, apologize <laughs> for interrupting. Rico, can you please, uh, for, for people that join late, can you explain and t- tell the audience who this is, where she is, etc.? Well, this wonderful angel uh, is from the beautiful land of Ukraine. Uh, she is an educator. She is a counselor. She is a a wonder counselor, if you will, for anybody who follows biblical verses. And she is one of the apples of my eye because amidst such chaos, she has that smile right there constantly. Um, From day one, she's been real. She's told us how it is. And for somebody who's been going through what she's been going through, to be as strong and positive and we could all learn resiliency from this woman. So Arena, love seeing you. Oh, I'm happy to see you. <laughs> uh, okay. So what's new? Yeah. What's if new with inter- you? <laughs> if you're interested in what is uh, in Ukraine now happening. <laughs> um, like, uh, uh, how many months is, uh, ago uh, 11. Uh, did we speak uh, last uh, uh, 
maybe uh, Diego. Yes. Yeah. Six. Five. Yeah, five or six. Yeah. 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 Six been on here. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, you saw uh, all the news uh, um, about uh, I don't know about uh, our um, army and uh, that uh, we um, like uh, already Kharkiv region is absolutely free uh, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Chernihiv also and uh, Kiev of course and uh, mm -hmm. half of Kherson region is uh, also so every such uh, news. It's like uh, victory for us, and it's <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. So, what yeah. what territories are still in question right now? What are you guys hearing on the ground that is uh, priority like, number uh, one for you guys? Uh, eastern part, uh, like Donetsk and Luhansk regions, uh, and uh, of course, uh, like a big part of uh, of their south, uh, Zaporizhia, and uh, um, and uh, half of uh, Kherson. And uh, and Crimea, of course, mm -hmm. because like uh, it's still a, a bit part of Ukraine, but uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, really, we believe uh, in our victory. Maybe in the summer, or maybe in autumn, or in winter. It's uh, already for us. It doesn't matter because <laughs> we are ready. If we uh, if we didn't die uh, during all this uh, year, and uh, even if you will come to Kyiv, you will be surprised really because, uh, I don't know, uh, businesses are working, uh, there are a huge amount of people, kids are going to the schools, uh, <coughs> uh, uh, schools are making bomb shelters, uh, uh, generators are working all the time because, for example, yeah. in, uh, in our village we have electricity three hours a day. Uh, so uh, nobody is uh, going to like uh, say that uh, okay it's too difficult for us let Russia come and uh, we will be Russians nobody really no way <laughs> we will do everything yeah. uh, I don't know <laughs> but there is no, there won't be Russia never <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> and then and what the, we've got the, uh, territory is shrinking from what mm -hmm. we're seeing over here that russia has occupied that footprint has gotten smaller in the east yeah 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 yeah, yeah. much smaller really yeah and a significant amount of humanitarian mm -hmm. aid i mean the 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 title of this show is you know hardcore ukraine which has an interesting graphic on it but please don't show it to your children uh because we saw your president come on television the other day which you know partially kind of piss me off but um he was talking about all the investment banks and you know all the you know military equipment and stuff yeah. like that and his cute little yeah. tracksuit you know that kind of thing yeah. and um and it's like okay so this is a marshall plan what's your plan to actually get these guys out of the east and push them back over the border and that that hasn't are you hearing that uh in your country what that plan is because we're not hearing that filtered out to even to the rest of us uh i i only read that uh, um uh, that uh, um like zaluzhny uh, of course has a plan uh, and uh, with uh, and it was um, developed <clears throat> with uh, uh, counselors from us and uh, from mm -hmm. europe and russian uh, generals they uh, all this time they have been trying 
to to learn what what this plan are and uh, they did they could not do it so uh, uh, i i think that we really <clears throat> don't know this plan and uh, it's correct because um, like uh, we will see everything like uh, right. uh, as it was with her son everybody saw everybody thought that uh, uh, they will um, go to Kharkiv region but they came to Kherson. <laughs> okay. uh, it was such, uh, uh, it was special. It was made specially, so uh, I'm sure that they have plan, and uh, it's not uh, our deal to to learn it. <laughs> so, so let, let's keep it real here for a second, Rena. You've always been real with me. Are you I guys always... seeing? Are Are you actually seeing all the money? Uh, all the money, all, all the money, yeah. money, all the money that's been getting shipped over to you guys. Do you think that you, the people, have been benefiting from it, or do you think uh, Captain Zelensky over there is going eh, one for me, one for you, two for me, one for Did you? Did you get your stimulus check? Did you get your stimulus check? That's yeah. what Rico got. Let's be honest. Did you get one? You know better than most. So if you if no, you say no, I then I believe you. If you. No. What do you think? <laughs> uh, today I read also that uh, uh, you saw that um, uh, that uh, there are lo a lot of changes uh, in our among uh, our ministries and uh, because of yeah. corruption scandal. Corruption, and, yeah. yeah, shocker, and, shocker, yeah, it's Ukraine. Uh, oh, what a shock! <laughs> and uh, I read today that uh, it was like one of the. Um, uh, of the promises of uh, Zelensky to Biden and to yes, that uh, they will help us if we will uh, really. Um, now, now we'll I do, hear we'll do something with corruption. With, I, I, hear, uh, corruption I hear what you're saying, Irina. I hear what you're saying, but I'm asking you personally: Do you believe? <laughs> that? Uh, do uh, do uh, uh, do I believe who? Do you believe who? What do you believe that Zelensky has? the people of Ukraine in mind? Do you think that he's going to actually rid out the corruption and put people in place to make it better for you guys in the long term? Or do you think there's a better person to do that job? Or is it better to even answer that question? Uh, now, uh, um, I think that uh, now we don't have really uh, a choice. Um, yeah. We have only yeah. the Zelensky now and we we don't it, have any possibility to change him now. So uh, the, yeah. uh, he ha he has already said that uh, he when the war will be stopped, uh, he won't go to the second term. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does he have a does he have a does he have a four year term or a five year term as president? Because he was elected in nineteen. Is he a four year term? So five. he's up for reelection five. this year or five? So it's next year. Five. So twenty twenty four. Yeah, I so, couldn't remember. Yeah, so so uh, stay uh, tuned on that one, Rico. <laughs> so I got I have, I have I've got a two I have two questions. One being, do the Ukrainian people want American soldiers on the ground? That's the first question. Do they want our soldiers to come in like we did in Iraq, you Afghanistan, and never left for twenty years? Do they want us on the ground? 
practically speaking, uh, we have even uh, we don't have even such conversation in our public uh, space uh, because uh, there is another uh, uh, statement that it's our territory and nobody will fight for it except us. So it's like uh, mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> it was from the beginning, and uh, we even don't have uh, any other conversations that somebody uh, must. Uh, fight for us to accept us so um, I, I i i didn't even uh, read anything uh, 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 about that one one more question what are the ukrainian people most afraid of and what are they most afraid of that putin will do in the country to the country uh, maybe i think uh, it's uh, nuclear mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. okay arena so how to be so i have a question for you because i always have questions for you you know so much <laughs> uh -huh. in this world and you always personally help me out so i'm sure you already knew this but the nfl playoffs are in high swing over here right now <laughs> that is I'm sorry. I, uh, one more because uh, there is uh, there was connection error okay so, as you know, because you're such a an American football fan, uh, the <laughs> NFL playoffs are this weekend, and it's down to the last four teams. So, what I need from you right now is to once again pick the winners of these games based solely upon the cities and the mascots. So, game number one, we have the San Francisco. 49ers, 49er being an old prospector who mines for gold. Yay. The second is the Philadelphia Eagles. Kaka! Who's going <laughs> to win that game? Uh, San Francisco. Love it. Number Excellent. two. Number two. Like In it. the evening game, we have the Cincinnati Bengals going up against the Kansas City Chiefs, which I'm not sure we're able to use that name, but that is the name of a elder statesman yes, of Native yes, American. Um, the, the tomahawk shop, baby. Let's go. Arrowhead Cincinnati? Stadium, baby. Okay. Yeah, I'm laying it now. Thank you very much. Those are my two choices. All right. So we have <laughs> – thank you for that, dear. So we've um, uh, constructed a, a format for the show where Mike is the Alex Trebek or the Jeopardy host. That's what I'm here for. The, the brain question. Of, he asks a lot of questions and we answer them. Here's our next topic, which is Pfizer. Um, so I want to ask you really quickly before Mike jumps in. Have you seen in recent news in the last day or two how a Pfizer executive who was out on a date with another guy got busted for telling him that the Pfizer vaccine doesn't work, that they manipulate it, and they'll continue to manipulate it uh, going forward to make money. Have you seen that video? Um, Irina, have you seen that at all? No. Okay. So, um, Mike, do you have the link that, that Rico sent? I, I don't. Um, it's in the chat, but I can't seem to doubt. I can't seem to copy. Yeah, I can't pull it out of there for some reason. Yeah, uh, I, I, can you? I texted it to you, Mark. You texted it to me. Okay. So I'm I mean, I would, say, to... I would say in her defense, 
99.9% of the American public haven't seen this video, <laughs> haven't seen this coverage. Nobody knows about it. And that no, is they don't. reason. Well, all right. Gula, I'm sending this to you so you can uh, throw it up in there. Well, cool. why don't you reset and talk to us about the um, the Pfizer question again while you're getting ready to put this video up that I'm sending you right now. Let me see it. So what was the question? Um, the, uh, the question was, why and when do you think the news media will pick up anything of the opposite of what we heard, especially from the CDC, the NIH, the White House. You can't deny the video. You can deny a lot of websites, absolutely, but you can't deny the video. And Oh, you can. They've done it. So they do will it. they capitulate to the fact that Project Veritas and um, his alignment with Republicans exposed this? No. Um, it'll take them about as long as they took uh, at a minimum if they use the same yardstick to uh, um, agree that Biden's <laughs> classification problem is a problem. It, it's a problem. It, 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 it's a significant problem. If I was being really, um, I don't know, cantankerous, if you will, um, or jaded, uh, after two special counsels and the next attorney general, uh, but who knows? Do you, do you have it? Can you play it? I can. I'm trying to figure out how to screen share this on YouTube. So right. don't screen Rico, share. Rico, go. Yeah. So what you're going to do is you're going to do share video. So once you click the screen share icon on the bottom, screen it's going to give you two options. Yep. Okay. Uh, do share, share video. video. Enter the YouTube link into there. Boom. And then when you're ready, Click start video. I like to do a countdown because we can all kind of start. Where, where does it say start video? So tell me if you can see this. I can see all four of us up top. I can see a blank screen right here. And then in the, the bottom, middle, it should say start video. I see start video. I saw it. Hold so on. put it back up. Where is the start video? In the middle. It doesn't say start video on yours? No, it does not say start video. Maybe Mark has to do it since it's his show. No, it says somebody's already sharing when I touch the little um, share screen button. Mm. See streaming. I, it just it just isn't up there. It's blank. Um, it says share when I. Yeah, it's blank on my end too. That's interesting. Huh? Uh, I just um, share the entire you know screen. Yeah, let, uh, let me try it. Let me try it on this end. I could share the entire screen. You want me to do that? Well, when we do the share screen, it doesn't play the audio unless they fix that recently, which since then they haven't been able to do that. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's not doing it. Shoot. I just do not see the share of the video. That's well, all right. Well, luckily, we can edit this part out. Just a bunch <laughs> of monkeys trying to figure out this banana. That's yeah, all right. Me and We're Arena got the start video thing, but. Um, for so those go of you ahead who haven't with, seen the video, it's very yeah, interesting. Mike, Mike and Rico, go ahead and go ahead. Let's let's just keep things going. Well, the bottom the bottom line is what people need to see is the Pfizer executive loses his mind when he finds out that this was actually a reporter he was talking to. Loses his mind. 
of getting pissed off of things he said voluntarily to this to this journalist. That's the bottom line. I mean, he he uh, the guy jumps up and says, you know, I was lying. I was trying to impress a date. Right. So when when James O'Keefe, who runs Project Veritas, walks into the um, restaurant, uh, the guy just loses his shit. Right. And then turns into the mentally unstable little freaky freak he is, uh, and then goes off and calls the cops and the whole. Oh, I mean, I just watched it for the first time. He doesn't get upset. He physically attacks this guy, grabbing the cell phone, grabbing the computer. Why do you do that? Because you know you're effed. You know what you said was the truth. Because if it was lies, you'd be like, dude, you're lying. That was joking. Loses his mind. And breaks things. Right. Right. Crazy. Yeah, he knows he's screwed. So, you know, the bottom line is he's screwed. So, um, and his... There's uh, no shot he has a job today. There's No, zero, absolutely not. Zero no, shot he has a job. His mental instability is consistent with his lifestyle. So, there you go and there you have it. So, let's take a quick pause from this. And everybody, let's give Arena a big, warm goodbye. Because her he's time safe. with us is up. Uh, I'd like to thank you again for coming out. We miss you. We can't wait to come celebrate when this is all over. And keep in touch, obviously. And darling, we will. Uh, yeah, we will have you back absolutely, so we can talk more in detail. We want to do a show specifically on you and your family and what's been going on the last six months. Ah, oh, um, a lot of journalists with uh, whom I spoke during all these uh, like uh, months. Uh, they are now um, going to come to Kharkiv. So if uh, somebody from you are going to come to Kharkiv, you will be happy. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I will guarantee you that it will be the summer before I get there. Because I'm not <laughs> no, they're going the now. Time. They're going, they're going now. now. Yeah, oh, they're wow. going now. Do yeah. you have bunk beds? Uh, which one? Bunk beds. So it's <laughs> yeah. one bed stacked on top of another. Yeah. I can yeah. all talk. All right. So you can come. Bring, a, you, bring a sleeping bag and a little Coleman stove. You know, you'll be good. You'll be fine. Right? Yeah. yeah. God bless you. Okay. Bye all bye. Right. Thank you so Slava much. Ukraine. Bye, honey. Slava Ukraine. The best. You're the best. All yeah, right, so, she's, she's so all right, let's back, back to in. this. And this is this is where my question is, and it, it, it kind of leads into what we just saw, what we just talked about. Rico, you yeah. saw the video, you saw the executive lose his mind. More than likely, he's fired. Are we going to um, eventually see from Merck, from J&J, from Pfizer, somebody blows this whistle like we had in the tobacco lawsuit? Because that never would have happened if somebody didn't whistle blow. Are we going to see that? Uh, we're going to see it. In a year and a half. Okay. Once, once it gets closer to voting time, we're going to see the pieces start to fall in place. Nothing's going to happen before them. It's going to be all denial, denial, denial. As usual, conservative rhetoric, Project Veritas. We've already seen Biden throw Republicans under the bus at will, um, presenting himself for a potential what looks like a for sure campaign run. Um, the bottom line is this. Even... This clown by the name of, for those of you in the audience who don't know, Jordan Tristan Walker. He is the third (laughs) 
highest ranking member of Pfizer. There yeah. is only two above him. So this is no cookie crumb guy. He is literally at the top of Pfizer. Clearly on a date, which was, I just want was. to say, I, I just, I have to say, it's a sick love that I have for watching honey potting videos because <laughs> I love watching I love watching the psychology and forensics of guilty people when they get blindsided and caught red-handed. Yes. Because so, they kick so what you're telling us is you have the Bachelor of DVR, is what you're telling us. No. Uh, maybe <laughs> Eliminate or it, one of those. Uh, it's a, I can't it is exactly like your husband or your wife walking in a room, banging a husband or a wife, and then saying, I'm not really doing it. Right. <laughs> So right. he does the typical the typical things. Number one, verbal assaults. Comes up with any excuse, any crazy excuse, like this is what you do on dates. Mm -hmm. You lie to men. Absolutely. Which awful, terrible ethics to admit uh, right there. I have there. no experience dating men or lying to them <laughs> on dates. So I'm Fact, gonna put that out there thing. right now. Gula the same, Rick. Are we Let's breaking just news here? Let's assume that it's it's right. dating across the board. Okay. There we you go. You don't admit that you're lying to your date to swindle them. Essentially, we all know we manipulate stuff, but that was there's lying about yourself. Yeah. You you lie. Yeah, I like to donate to this cause. I go help out at this charity. I mm -hmm. like this music. You don't go through your entire job piece by piece, breaking it down and talking about how, oh, if we did this, this would be great for us, a cash cow. This would be ter terrible for America. Jesus Christ. You don't do that on dates. Number two, once he realizes he is caught red-handed and he's making an ass of himself, he goes into aggressive mode, attack mode. So he calls the police. He starts using the typical victim rhetoric, five white cops, uh, or five white people, pardon me, um, and eventually he realizes he's got nothing left but to try to destroy the evidence, as if there's not more evidence. What's, so, what what state was this guy in when this happened? Was it New York? Survival. It was in New York. Was, yeah. So just to lay it out, the funny part is, is like most of these Project Veritas videos, right before they get busted, they always admit that this feels like one of those conservative journalists that are trying to catch people. Well, guess what, stupid? They were right. They were yeah. right. And then yeah, they were right. out you're, of the corner. Yeah, you're uh, you're punked. Yeah, pretty much. It was yeah. punked on another level. Yeah, he beautiful. tried to run out into the street and stop a car. The cops say if he was actually there, you guys could have had him arrested because he was holding you against your will. He tried to destroy your property. That's right. Like the desperation of this little man trying to destroy this thing. Like he literally was hiding on it like a gopher. Like it was the saddest, most satisfying thing yeah. to see. And, yeah, they didn't, uh, they didn't teach the mRNA scientists that they have a thing called uh, the cloud. Okay. <laughs> So, so to your question, to your question about um, uh, will there, won't they, in terms of litigation, the answer is yes. So I, I said to you um, earlier this week that by the time your son is ten years older than he is right now, um, Pfizer, Moderna, et al. will be writing a tobacco litigation check probably ten times that size. 
really that will <laughs> bankrupt one or more of these companies so the tobacco sure. companies wrote a 243 billion dollar check and that was just for the united states boys and girls right right uh this right. is the globe right this is the planet okay so these guys are fucked all right <clears throat> and um so it will not be within the uh current election cycle it will be after that it will probably be minimum five years once litigation gets through uh federal district courts as well as appellate courts potentially a supreme court appeal i mean we are talking about the dissolution of a company or or more than one uh and their intellectual capital and it's, it's going to take one person one person to be the whistleblower and then we already have them domino effect. we've already got them and so the coronavirus um oversight committee that was uh and its members who were announced a few days ago um that one along with about six other oversight panels which i want to remind everybody again there isn't just one now in the house each committee uh has an oversight function now that's something that republicans have put in place to find out exactly what the hell's been going on the last couple of years so it's going to be something like that um i i i am hoping that we don't destroy public health even more than it already has been destroyed. Yeah, um, and we also continue to deliver mm -hmm. not just the science, but also the outcome of medications that can help people. But fucking around with organic um, uh, elements inside of virus to make them more lethal is exactly why you got Omicron, Delta, and these mutating uh, elements Staying so far ahead of where the medication is, and the medication is exacerbating and also not helping cure that problem. There are other things that can, but these uh, these um, injections, these vaccines, are not working. So not to, not just that. And that's kind of what I want to flip to, Rico. We know they're not working. That's that's also a fact. When do you think the media, and they're kind of already starting to do this, really have a outcry more news about people dying that are elite athletes? You know what? If you're fat, you smoke, you have a pre-existing condition, there might be another reason why you're dying. But there's today, a 25-year-old NFL player drops yeah. dead. That doesn't happen five, two years ago. So Rico, a 14-year-old soccer star in uh, Spain, I believe I read this morning, dropped dead. 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 Period. 14-year-old kid. And they never say why. They never so, say why he died. So, Rico. Let me just uh, clarify one thing. Um, so, Mark, when you text me and tell me succinct responses for time and issues only, uh, what frame of time am I working with in answering a question? What would we like to see, ideally? Depends on the question. But go ahead and respond uh, to Mike's question. You and, I can, you and I can chat about that offline. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure that I'm not taking up a, uh, too much time with this stuff because there's so much to unpack with it, really. I right. mean, 
the one thing that I took away from this video is that it is so easy to be right today that it's almost not fun anymore. Like right. almost, <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it's becoming, it's a child's game at this point. Like we have known this stuff for years and it's sad to know and have to see the looks in our friends and family's faces who put so much faith into these vaccines, thinking that they were on the right side of justice in saving lives. And it's clear that this was just not the case. Mm -hmm. And in terms of elite athletes dying, I honestly don't feel like that's going to play into public perception. I think it'll play more into litigation, uh, criminal evidence, et cetera, et cetera. But I believe in the court of public opinion, um, it's not really going to matter that much, in my opinion. Fair. That's very fair. I think when it will is when one of these major newscasters, broadcasters, <coughs> because children die from this, when they should not be dying when they're dying. So nobody wants anybody to die, but I think until a major broadcaster or somebody's family is impacted by it, I think that's when you will start seeing a flip in the media because nobody drops dead like this. And it's always, it's always that way, quite frankly. You just had a producer at Fox who's 45 just die, mm -hmm. right? So all the producers of all the little cable news things and yada, yada, yada probably went, fuck. Like that, you know, they're probably all friends, right? Yeah. And yeah. Well, so it is, is it, is it any guy USA? Yeah, it is. But if Joe Burrow, God love him, died tomorrow, God forbid, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, people would go, Whiskey Tango Fox. Right. right? Why? But Why? the rest it's... of it is all, is all litigation. That's all just yeah. going to pile. So and here's, that's, that's way too much weight for one company to hold and maintain themselves as a company. It's just, uh, they were really lousy next decade coming at them. The only way that there will be <coughs> non-preferential non treatment of journalism in the way they write their stories about COVID, the vaccines, et cetera, is if the amount of money they can make from uncovering this absolutely global travesty matches or is more than the amount of money that Pfizer is pumping into these companies to be sponsors, get ads on their air, et cetera, et cetera. Well, let me, uh, let me um, uh, cut to the chase on that point. What's um, what countries in the world allow pharmaceutical companies to broadcast on television, direct to consumers, USA, and uh, Canada. There's no. one, <laughs> one. <laughs> Unidos. That's it. And That's it. They do a very and, good and, job. And think about think about that. So Gula's the doctor, Rico's the patient, right? Or Gula's the doctor. I'm the insurance company. You're the patient. I have herpes. They um, we're we're sorry about that TMI. Um, 
they uh, they skip over the doctor, the person that writes the prescription for the goddamn medication, and go right to the consumer so that you can go, hey doc, hey doc, hey doc, get me this, right? And the doctor's like, fuck, right? But it is an enormous. They spent a hundred and fifty million dollars lobbying last year on Capitol Hill. This, Nothing against that. I love it. But at the end of the day. And this Bro. is stuff, it, it drives it, me nuts. It's it a high hill. It drives me nuts because I literally talk to my students about this, especially with mental health, self-diagnosis. We are seeing an epidemic of self-diagnosis yeah, by good. children mm-hmm. of what their actual medical conditions are. And when you have marketing telling people to investigate and find issues with themselves and you have doctors willing to write prescriptions knowing that they have one hand in the cookie jar like there is a system there that is really fucked up pardon my friends completely and they do a very good job on television when they're doing these commercials where you're spending if the commercial's 30 seconds you're spending 20 seconds distracting the viewer from all the negative aspects that come along with this. You always see these commercials where people laughing, smiling, running around to distract you from the harm that these drugs cause you. Well, you've got the guy that can speed talk at the end that tells you all the side effects, which which they they have to do. And I don't, I don't have anything against that per se. I mean, I have a different point of view. I can see the, the, um, space between the pharmaceutical company, the distributor, and the pharmacy, and or the doctor and the hospital. I, I I can see that very easily. However, most people don't, and they can't. Um, and so when they come out with Propecia or you know whatever that wherever they get these dumbass focus groups from, they come up with these names. Uh, people are, they think that it's all candy land and happiness and it's not, they're talking about a cancer medication. Yeah. They are so good. You know, warts on the back of your head. Yeah. They are incredible at gaslighting the American public too, because they know exactly their demographics when they use these ads, like take all of the HIV ones. They are all either homosexual, transgender or minorities. With maybe the exception of one white male. Is the guy the from Pfizer of them male. In any of them? Is the guy What's from that? Pfizer, the mRNA guy, is he in any of those? I was just curious. Uh, his stunt doubles in there for sure. But, <laughs> um, you know, they know which people are going to be more likely to be influenced by these ads. And yeah. put it in the hands of crooked people, it's a scary thing. All right, what else we got, Gula? Okay, let's kind of switch Lock from and load, baby. one killing of killing a people on a mass scale to talk about the tragic, very unfortunate, um, disgusting death of Tyree Nichols in yeah. Memphis, Tennessee. Um, it's going to cause problems when they release this stuff. Um, no, and under no, nothing of what he did should ever result in him getting beat to death. And that's exactly what happened. No. What I have a problem with is the national media with their double standard. 
when Floyd died, these cops were front and center on every news broadcast, splattered all across the country, which they should have been. Did you know all the cops that beat this guy to death were black? All of them were black. Oh, yeah. You guys are because you watch the news a little bit. That is what I have a problem with. So I've spent the last 26 years in law enforcement, criminal justice, prisons, jails, yada, yada, yada. You guys know that. Um, the immediate concern I had for this incident was, A, for this young man's family. But then also um, my critique of uh just exactly how much training have these five individuals ever received were they qualified to begin with and were they hired in memphis a local um it's uh, shelby county tennessee is where that's located um were these individuals hired because so many policemen had left the force who had experience that didn't bow up and get aggro uh on someone who didn't do as they were told air quotes and these individuals forgot their training and you know we'll learn all of those things but i i have a very strong concern for law enforcement and uh because i know what these men and women do for a living and how they do it and how well trained they are and um i'm not a big fan of ben crump i think he's a race baiting um uh litigator who's the lawyer for this family the mother of this child and the father, but the mother of this child, so heartfelt, so um, clear and precise in her um, desire to not see violence. Unfortunately, that's part of human nature, and we very likely will at some point when this uh, film is, uh, is released or this video is released. Um, those are the things I worry about immediately, and then we are able to take corrective actions so they don't happen again. I am a little surprised knowing the laws in Tennessee that four of these cats did make bail. Um, uh, so four but they've been charged with murder. They have, look, but I mean, look, four of these guys look, are, are out on bail, which is, which is interesting, but you know, we'll see. But this, this is, this is the problem. Um, these cops were fired. They were charged mm -hmm. with murder. What more do you need or want right now that would cause any riots? These guys are getting what they do deserve. And now let's go through the legal process. Rico, you got some insight on that. Go ahead. So me being me, I want to immediately critique the messaging. On Fox News, they're playing the interview with the mother pleading for no violence, telling the people, if you stand with my family and my son, you will be having no violence in your protests splattered on the banner, as well as other coverage into the story. I flip over to MSNBC and CNN. What is it? Your typical four panel talking about abolishing police all the headlines, mm -hmm. none of them talking about her asking for peace in the yep. protest. Instead, inciting violent rhetoric, she said this was a cover-up by the police. She said she is furious 
at police, etc., etc. Nothing about her wanting peaceful protests is in there. So that tells me, A, we're going to get violence because the people that will be protesting this don't consume Fox News. Let's be honest. Number two. Or, or think with any common sense, quite frankly. Yeah. Number two. Five black cops beating an unarmed black man. Now, the brutalization of this video is going to be reminiscent of Rodney King. The difference is it's black cops beating a black man, not white cops beating a black man. So now we're already seeing how they are still trying to put racial bias in there and play the race card while the race is equal, <laughs> which is insane. But this is what they do. Which is not racist to say these things. It's just facts. Yes. Not racist to and say these things. Me looking further. I smell something fishy going on here. My first inclination was, what is the relationship to any of these five cops to this one guy? Are these five cops crooked? Do they know him outside in a personal life? Like, what other evidence is going to be uncovered? Maybe it was a random stop, but me being me. He did run from the cops. Did you know he that? He did run from, the, run cops. from the cops. So, that doesn't mean he should be killed, but he did run no. from the cops. Number three, good cops need to stand up and I think walk in a peaceful protest so right. with people. So right. If more of the people that are in the majority good people, let's take LGBTQ advocacy, for example. There are gay women's groups that are speaking out against the the persecution and the sexualization of children they are sick in paypal and venmo literally kicked them off of their platform yep. because they were speaking out against it you know if more people took accountability for that little small population of shitheads and walked arm in arm trying to get things better we would see real change and if good cops decided to walk arm in arm with protesters making <clears throat> sure it stayed peaceful we could get something done here well, right. we've seen we've seen real change. Uh, we saw real change in the leadership in the House of Representatives uh, across the country in different states because people are sick and tired of this. Again, it goes back to my four-year rule from 2018, right? Um, I I personally do not look at um, the black-on-black -black aspect of it because I go back to Memphis, Tennessee, all the way back when Harold Ford Sr. was the congressman for 25 years before his son, Harold Ford Jr., was the congressman for six terms in the House, right? And now they have a clown by the name of Steve Cohen who comes to the Judiciary Committee with a bucket of chicken during the Trump administration because he's a disrespectful skell. Um, I, I have zero faith in his ability to keep his fucking mouth shut and not use kindling matches and light a fire the way these clowns on CNN have done. Having said all that, um, the demographic of that city is disproportionately black, as is the District of Columbia and other places. Do these individuals know each other? We'll see. Um, this young man was a FedEx driver. Um, and had a daytime job, but who knows, maybe they went to high school together.
We'll see. We'll 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 find well, out you know, sooner rather than later. What we we're, we're, what's missing? But those incidentals will add up to us figuring out a way in law enforcement to not have this happen again. It's, it's going sucks. to happen again. But it's it going is to going to because we're human beings. But fortunately, it doesn't happen as much as these idiots on CNN and these right. abolish and, and, ICE and abolish police. You know uh, who's not like to say it does. You know who's not present in all this? Black Lives Matter recently. They're not on the scene. I noticed right? that. It's kind of or kind the of the NAACP or the uh, Black Panther Party. Correct. They're yada, they're yada, nowhere. Yada. You don't you don't have that one lawyer that's up there with the family. That they're non-existent. Well, you have only- you have been you have Ben Crump, and Ben Crump is an ambulance chaser. He's um, I mean, I I knew Johnny Cochran. I liked him personally. Um, uh, he was a, a very effective <laughs> uh, defense attorney. Um, but Ben Crump is just a scumbag. I, I don't, I don't care for him at all. The, let's be honest. The only people still touting BLM and wearing their t-shirts are white, uh, upper middle class, 20 year olds. Okay. Right. They're the only, oh, you mean the, you mean the five kids that lit fires and threw rocks in Atlanta that don't live there. Yeah. Oh, amazing. I mean, those I, assholes. I, I just just to sidestep on that. So another guilty pleasure of mine is looking at the mug shots of Antifa nice. uh, criminals. <laughs> Every time I'm I, just once I'm looking for the regular average, like could be anybody guy. They are all picture in your head as somebody no. that would support Antifa and get arrested. They are literally that stereotype. Every yep. time it is amazing. And to think yeah, a, that there is a exactly world. Right where somebody could shoot a cop, shoot a cop, and then obviously return fire, kills them, that there could be a violent protest and money to be raised for somebody named Tortuiga. Like, it, it's a, it's amazing to me. It's almost laughable. Uh, the uh, Pelosi hammer attack. What are, we, what are we doing on that one? Because that was an interesting little tidbit of video, don't you think? Yeah, it was not shocking of what we what we saw and what was reported. Little little surprising. Not surprising. did you? But did you see the South Park uh, uh, cartoon that they did? Because that no, still cracks me up. Love South Park. Oh, um, it was the two of them bent over the bed in their underwear, both of them with hammers, and and <laughs> and uh, Paulie P's on the phone, and he's like, "Oh no, officer, I'm fine." <laughs> but um, I personally, you know, on a, 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 on a personal note and a realistic one, I hope that uh, Congresswoman Pelosi does not watch that video. She does not need to see that at her age uh, on behalf of her husband, etc. It is not necessary for her to see that. Eh, eh, she created it. I don't believe any of this crap. I mean, oh my God, Michael. Okay. I don't believe any of it. It was completely staged two weeks before the election. Give me a break to a politician that's on the way out the door where you know you would get national coverage. I don't believe any of that's this crap. Here, here's, here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing. If that were the case, he would have had his pants on. Again. If they're staging it, they don't want to. It needs to be sensationalized. It needs to be this way a week before the election. Yeah, but what's what's the sensationalism? <laughs> I get that, but if you're trying to just bash one side of the party, you're leaving his pants on. 
Like that's all well, I'm saying. I mean, like they but to Mike's have point, to blur out his ding dong. He comes yeah, but to into Mike's the point, uh, they tried to make this guy into a MAGA guy yep. in the first 24 yep. hours, dude, and that fell on its face just yep. like that. And then the fucking news media dropped it like a hammer. And and the cat from NBC, the reporter, um, you know, Pierre Delecto. Oh, no, wait, that was Mitt Romney. Um, uh, said uh, the real shit that was going on. And that son of a bitch hasn't been back on the air for three and a half months. That's right. That's exactly right. (laughs) It's, you know, it's another case of it's so easy to be right. It's almost too easy. Like anybody with two eyes and two ears could put together, oh, this was his gay lover. Like they're doing stuff together. He found somebody like it's pretty easy, cut and dry. Like I could see it. You could see it. People don't want to say it because you don't want to jump to conclusions. But me being me, I'm like, look at the facts. Connect the dots. Like, this guy is a uh, clearly what business would he have other than to serve Paul Pelosi sexually or a drug habit? Now, we know he got a DUI. They didn't find any drugs in his system. So that led me to believe drugs are out. So the only other possible solution was that he picked up a homeless vagabond and decided that he was going to get his jimmies off with him. When you see the video and they come to the door together and he's in his underwear, like case closed. Okay. I'm right now, whatever we need to make from it. Yeah. He gets, he gets his skull bashed in. Um, there could be some staging going on there. There could not be, it could just be a scorned lover. Personally, I don't care. I don't care about ranking, any of it. I don't care that it happened ranking, to him. I don't care. No, I don't believe I don't any care. of it. I don't care. I don't care. Don't believe it. Don't like, believe it. No, It doesn't matter to me in the scheme of things. Nobody cares about it. That's why the story got dropped. Pelosi's don't care about it. The only thing they did was drag him out in front of the honors the at the Kennedy Awards so he could get a round of applause. Correct. Like, Give me a break. It, it's just, it's done. It's over with. He got caught with his gay lover, and his gay lover bashed him in the head. Boom, done, whatever. I've seen that story a thousand times. Just because it's Paul Pelosi doesn't make me care anymore. That's my take. You guys are too cynical, motherfuckers. That's oh, all I can tell you. That right. it's, it's, come on. It doesn't get national news if any other Democrat's husband this happens to. It gets national news because it's Pelosi two weeks before an election where the Democrats are going to get hammered so they can make Republicans look like crazy-ass people. Yeah. Look, well, I don't want to see anybody get hammered on camera. No, no, like, no. Like, no. I'm not, you I'm don't. Not, you I'm don't. not saying I want to see that. I'm just saying that I don't care. There's plenty of bad shit that happens every single day that I, doesn't get put on camera. That should get more exposure than that. Uh, just because somebody's husband that has that attack happen to him, like I'm supposed to care more, I don't. I this do is what I have a problem with. It's not just this where a Democrat... One looks great by getting his ass beat. Two, the national media doesn't, it won't care about this. But you know what the national media also doesn't care about? A Democrat gunman shooting Republican politicians. Shooting them. Right. Now picture a Republican shooting Democrat members of Congress. You'd be having the day off from school every year. Oh, yeah. The whole country would be lit on fire. Yes. Well, here, let me yeah. pose a question to you guys. Let's yeah. say that. Uh, crazy pants was a Democrat <laughs> and no pants was a Republican. 
would the story have been in the closet Republican oh. uh, gets beaten by his gay lover? Would they have used that and then found a way to link that Republican candidate to some sort of anti-LGBTQ rhetoric? Well, yeah. I mean, the only reason George yes. Santos isn't getting lit on fire right now just like that is because he dressed up like a fucking chick. Yeah, and he's, yeah. Uh, in the transgender narrative. I mean, because he is. That would Look happen. at the guy. I mean, you could. Well, could what's uh, Mark? Uh, Mark, what's his name? Uh, Foley from Florida. Yeah. Remember him? Yeah. Michael. Remember yes. Mark Foley? Yeah. The, the, yeah. The, yes. The 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 page. Um, yeah. So he was he was a congressman until 2012 or the 2010 cycle. Was 12. Something was 12, like that. 10. Yeah. He he hit on. Rick, he hit on a bunch of underage pages, male pages, because he's a gay, right? Yeah. Well, he hasn't okay. been the congressman from Port St. Lucie, Florida, for six terms. So they pummeled him into the ground faster than you could hammer a nail into wood, right? That was mm -hmm. done, because uh, Kirk Fordham was his chief, uh, um, a good guy, you know, but... Uh, yeah, you know, some of these some of these people just get completely hammered. But the Santos thing shows up in a uh, in drag and whatnot. CNN doesn't touch it, nope. and they're not going to. And they're not going to, but they're gonna still rip him, just not that side of him. You know, they're not gonna point that part out because that's against their narrative. Like when I first saw the picture of George Santos, I said, "Hmm." That could be a guy that's into puppy play. Yes. Plain and simple. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I am not kidding you. I have uh, I have been around that community my whole life. I can smell it. And when it walks like a duck and talks like and a it's duck. And it's fine. It's fine. It's not an it issue. It, 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 you're right. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what he does in his free time. I don't care how he does it in his free time. What I do care about is when he openly is touting this stuff and then trying to pretend to be something he's not. Correct. Like at least, whatchamacallit, uh, crazy chemist, uh, nuclear guy, can't even remember his name now, old uh, luggage lifter. I mean, at least he was open about what he was doing. Like I could go, yeah, I know exactly what he's about. Now, did I know he was still in luggage? No. But we knew just by looking at him that he had a screw loose. You know, Santos is a habitual liar. There should be nothing good coming from this Republican. But should he get kicked out of Congress? Should 100%. he be kicked out of Congress? What, it, would do, it would do a service to Republicans with the voters if they did that. If they said, you know what? He is not. But how do you do it? For. How do you do it? Publicly. You put him, you put him in the town square and you throw paint all over him. Yeah, but they, look, they, they, they did that to Major Taylor Green, where, however we pronounce her name, they didn't let her on Marjorie any committees. Taylor Green, MTG. She got completely irrelevant. Right. Um, how do you kick a congressman out if they don't actually, if they don't break the law? You make them do a walk of shame. You know? No, no you can't. Do, you can't kick them out. You cannot do that. You can't kick them out. You cannot do yeah. that. You I open you that door's box. Look, look, Barney Frank and Jerry Studs both from Massachusetts in the 80s, going into the 90s, had a um, credit card um, uh, paying 
child sex ring going on and the Democrat caucus didn't give a shit about it at all. Mm -hmm. They got mm -hmm. caught with underage pages. One of these gay lovers, Barney Frank, is a complete douchebag anyway, uh, was using illegally his credit card to pay these kids off. Uh, they gave him a slap on the wrist and they made him financial services chairman. Okay. <laughs> All right. Like Jerry Studs quietly left about, I don't know, Mike, five terms later, like a fucking decade later. They don't give a shit. So the way you deal with a Santos is exactly the way Kevin is dealing with him. You put him on small business and SST, science, space, and technology, which are two throwaway committees you can't raise a damn dime's worth of money off of, number one. You go through the ethics uh, committee uh, process. You find that he's ethically violated uh, or not. Um, terms of uh, a member of the House, there's a legal... Uh, criminal investigation going on. If he violated uh, FEC um, records by taking money and making it fungible, like Jay Kim, a Republican, uh, like uh, Tony Coelho, like a number of other Democrats as well, bye, you get kicked out of Congress. That's the yeah. only way it's going to happen. Yeah, agree. That's all. Because the voters, the voters chose this guy, and you can't usurp. I mean, first of all, it's not constitutional. Second of all, it's political suicide, and we're not going to fucking do that. Uh, yep. So let the system play out and send the guy to jail. By well, here's, here is my issue, and they're doing the right thing because obviously you can't ask for a revote because that would open up a whole other can of worms. My issue is plain and simple. They're doing what all smart politicians do. Wait till the American public gets bored with it in three, four weeks. Like after three, four weeks, nobody's going to remember this guy's name. He's going to be buried. But I also don't think anybody knows this guy's name outside of. Outside of the fourth district of fucking New York? No, they don't. On Long Island? No, they don't. It's and just. So the ethics committee will do its job. The legal process will, will do its job. Uh, they will, if he violated, again, if he violated, especially FEC uh, rules, uh, he's gone. He's done. They, they can kick him out of Congress. Um, and so they will have to have the two sides of that uh, sandwich meet each other where he violated the law and violated terms of campaign finance and adios George. And then Hochul gets to uh, announce a special election. The Republicans in Long Island and uh, in Suffolk County get to uh, pick a new uh, candidate. It would be awesome if it was Lee Zeldin, please, God. So let me let me ask you guys another question. Not, not to uh, let it be Lee Zeldin, and then you I get a new change, member of Congress. Change topics here, and I th I'd love to get your opinion on this. And when this is going to happen? Now we have the House. Now McCarthy is the leader. He's seen the January sixth video. When is he, when is he going to release it? The entire January sixth video. When does that happen? So the um, next uh, month again, we're still we're still getting members of Congress on subcommittees filled in on where they're going to go. I got like I said earlier, I got a bunch of calls on that today from different chiefs that my boss got on this and that and the other thing. That'll be about another week before Why? all those committees are filled Why? out. Wait, uh, wait. Be Just drop the tape and walk away. It's going to be they're going to leak it out little by little. Because the committees aren't organized, you guys. And they don't have all the members on there, and they're not going to hold a fucking hearing 
with three members, a chairman and a ranking member. It's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a couple more weeks. And so to your question, I think it will be, be um, either right before or shortly after Valentine's Day before you see the first investigative uh, committee with a date okay. to get underway. It'll be in the month of February. I'll put it to you that way. Because I want to see hearings just like the Democrats did for January 6th. Oh, yeah. I mean, the minority, to, I think anything, everything that happened that day, and I don't care if they left the, the door open for these people, never should have happened. I'm not an advocate no. of what they did, no, but all the tapes need to be released, period. They will. They will. I'm actually involved in four of them. And so, I mean, I'm, I know the timing of some of this stuff, but because they have it in uh, an oversight tool uh, uh, now in each committee, so judiciary, ag, you know, health and human services, not just an oversight uh, and accountability committee, you're going to see multiple um, committee elements um, have multiple hearings. There's going to be a dearth of information that um, will be put out there. And yes, they will actually do that in that um, special uh, subcommittee that J Jim Jordan is uh, chairing. Question. Will we find out who Ray Epps really is? Sure. Yeah. Because we already know. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you know, it's going to be even more fun. You guys is remember the, remember the meme that's up there of the four dudes with the short haircuts and the shorts and the t-shirts kind of standing on the mall. And that meme's gone around the internet, like about, uh, I don't know, 3000 times over the last eight or 10 months. And you know, they're FBI agents. Right. Mm -hmm. Have you guys have you guys ever seen that? Where these guys yeah. are kind of like semi standing looking like that. We'll even find out who those guys are. Yeah. As we should. Oh, As we should. The other thing we'll find out, which also pisses me off when friends of mine get on this side of the issue and and uh, try to denigrate law enforcement. We will also make very clear that no law enforcement officer died on January sixth either or because of January 6th. Brian Sicknick did not die because of January 6th, six and a half days later. Fact. The only person that was murdered uh, on January 6th was a veteran, and her name is Ashley Babbitt. Not to be confused with Lorena Bobbitt. Correct. So since we're on the No Filter Network, and this is a primarily sports network, uh, let's get to the playoffs because I want to hear what uh, Rico has to say. I'm going to give you my two cents, and then you, you too, uh, Mr. Gula. Uh huh. Well, Rico, what are your picks, bro, and why? Picks are going to be the Eagles and the Bengals. The reason I have the Eagles in the first game. I just feel like the Brock Purdy legend is going to fall short. And like I've said, I think that the Niners will have a fiasco on their hands um, if he makes it to the Super Bowl and loses. I think the sooner that he gets out, 
the more wiggle room they will have to go sign Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady and move on from Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. Um, In an ideal situation, yeah, number one, win the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy's your quarterback. You figure a way to move Trey Lance. But the second best scenario is him going out, them going out before the Super Bowl so that they can say he's good enough but not good enough. He needs another year or two to learn in the system, get a veteran, mm-hmm. win the Super Bowl, pass it over to him. Your franchise is set for another five to ten years. Number two, Bengals Chiefs. Reason I have the Bengals is because Mahomes' ankle is going to be suspect. I think it's going to factor in. My ankle really is brutal. And if he gets hit the wrong way, like Mahomes is predicated on his movement, not running, but his footwork. But his side to side Correct. footwork. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. If he gets that he can't, sling, he can't sling the ball either. Yep. And if he can't do what Mahomes is best at, and that is throwing from any platform and getting to that platform by just mm-hmm. bouncing off his ankles, specifically one ankle, then you are severely limiting Mahomes, all it's going to take is one wrong step, one wrong yep. move, one wrong hit, and he's out. And then you got Chad Hetty coming in, who can win games. But man, Cincinnati looks like a tough out. And they look, they got screwed last year. Let's remind the public yep. they should have won the Super Bowl. The Rams got so many BS calls mm-hmm. in that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It was that, about that many. About that many, and they lost by yeah. about that many. So yeah. Yeah. the Bengals are hungry. They know how good they are. They're one of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team in the NFL. And it's setting up for a great match. Bengals, Eagles, I mean, come on. You can't want anything more than that. So my um, – I, and I, I agree with part of that, um, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you why in a second. But so my picks – are um, the 49ers and the Bengals go to the Super Bowl. And Old school um, game. Old school game. Yeah. I, it's not that I don't like Jalen Hurts, and I don't think that um, the the birds are capable. I think that the D-line uh, of the 49ers will consume them like children eating candy. Um, they are consistent. They are tough. Uh, they've added, uh, I think, three new um, players to the lineup uh, that hadn't played with each other before in the last game in the divisional round. Uh, and this kid, Brock Purdy, is fucking fearless. He has nothing to lose because his game is all upside, right? He goes somewhere else, time T in the future, whatever, right? Um, Joe Burrow. Um, so Josh Allen went to my wife's alma mater, uh, very tough loss for them. Joe Burrow is also uber fearless. And I think that Mahomes is injured. I think he's injured more than we know. And his Aaron Rodgers like side to side movements will be limited. And, um, uh, and Bosa, no, it isn't Bosa. Um, Shit, I can't remember the two linemen off the top of my head that could just sandwich for the Bengals. Yeah, for the Bengals and just seven hundred and fifty pounds of human just locomotive. This guy, 
to his left or right. And that if that foot is not out of the way, guess what happens again, right? Yeah. Hubbard. And, and I think uh, that Hubbard, Hubbard is one. Yeah. Sam Hubbard is the one that uh, returned the uh, uh, ball like 96 yards the other day. And so it's Raymond that. Pearson. Yeah, it's that. And it's, um, and, and it's worrying about that. And honestly, I think um, the birds quarterback. Yeah. Decent. Dude, they're going to roll San Francisco. But, but yeah, but he's, I don't roll. think so, bro. I don't they're think so. I, I don't think so. I think that the, um, the birds quarterback is just, is almost as good as Kirk cousins. And that's about it. And I Dude, like Jalen hurts has ice in his veins to lose his starting Maybe job, lose his starting job to come in in the SEC championship game against Georgia down 14 after mm-hmm. you took your team to the final the year before and to come in and pull out that victory. I mean, that guy's got swagoo dripping. Uh, and I love it. I, I love that. But this is the show, man. And I think this guy, this guy's never been to the show uh, like this. And, and and I don't think Joe Burrow gives a flying fuck who he um, comes up against. Um, it's going to be one of those two teams. I, and I think that Brock Purdy, again, because he doesn't have anything to lose and he's got a good D line and a, and a really good offensive line. I think uh, Rick, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't, don't the uh, 49ers have the best defense uh, statistically in the league? Oh, yeah. I, I just don't them. see how the offense gets past that, dude. So that's that's my pick. But either way, these four teams are going to be so, – we're going to have so much fun on Sunday. I can't yep. wait. I am so excited uh, for good football. And then the Super Bowl, even if I'm 100% wrong, those other two teams, badass. Right. Birds, Chiefs, forget about it because I love Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Fucking love that kid. So I got, I got, I got something really funny. I got something funny to read. A great stat that nobody's taught, that nobody has mentioned. I'm going to read this. Jalen Hurts wasn't born. Jalen Hurts wasn't born the last time Dallas played in the NFC title game. That means means Hurts was born, grew up, learned how to play football, went to Alabama, transferred to Oklahoma, got drafted, sat behind Wurtz, and he still <laughs> is playing in the NFC Championship game before the Dallas Cowboys. I thought that was a great stat. Only in America. That's awesome. No, that's I, awesome. All right. I personally hope the Eagles get annihilated because, little personal tip, in 2002, I was 22 years old, I was a completely degenerate gambler, and I threw my – Life, every dime I had. You're standing next to one right here. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I go ahead. threw everything. Last game at the vet, I thought these guys in the NFC Championship game at the vet were going to roll. I teased it down to one point. They got smoked. I remember walking down to the basement to my room and I said, What can I sell? Because I am screwed. So <laughs> I think, though, in the game, the Eagles beat the Niners like they beat the Giants. That's what I think. I think Purdy, I, I, I think he looks like he's seven years old. I think he's going <laughs> to be on that stage. He's going to get those blitzes, and he is screwed. Um, and in the Bengals-Chiefs game, I don't really give a shit. 
and whatever. He, here's one thing that we have to look at. Burrow has already beaten Mahomes in Kansas City in this yep. exact yeah. same game. So yep. he has no fear Agreed. in Burrowhead. Agreed. Vice no, versa, agree. Purdy has been very fortunate to be at home. He is mm -hmm. about to go into a very hostile territory that is going to be pissing vinegar on that day. And, yeah, and we'll see if, if he is yard, met right? early with adversity, it could be a long day. I mean, we'll see if eight is the charm, right? I mean, it's yep. damn impressive seven games in a row with the kind of heat that uh, that he's been uh, under, right? Dude, we'll Sirianni, Nick Sirianni, the coach for the Eagles, has Hurts so perfectly melded into that system. Uh, it's amazing watching that. I love watching that offense because it is so sexy. And I'm not a big Eagles fan. But there are things that they exploit and they space out so well. They use their speed so well. They have one of the fastest defenses in the NFL, which is going to cause a lot of trouble. Yes. And they can go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. They like to run. Their identity is running. They can do is that. running. Yep. And when they yep. need to, they can throw it to A.J. Brown or Devontae. And that Devontae stretches the field. A.J. Brown is a big possession receiver that can catch it anywhere at any time and take it to the house. Miles Sanders is playing at the top of his game. Their line has studs across the board. Um, and Hertz's mobility is going to be the difference. Period. And it doesn't seem like weather mm -hmm. is going to be a problem, uh, at, at least not – well, here in Virginia, it's going to be 48 degrees and no rain. Yeah. So yep. uh, Philly's only about uh, 180 miles from here, you know, yep. that kind of thing. So it shouldn't be too bad. Um, I I think it's – do you think it's going to be a blowout? Um, blowout. With the Eagles, or what do you blowout. think? Blowout. Blowout. I think, I think the – I think that if Purdy turns the ball over early, um, it's going to be a blowout. I think that they can stay in it. Depends on how Sirianni wants to call the game because sometimes in these playoff games, the teams play so conservative to keep it within one or two possessions until the end and let the stars be stars that it could yeah. go that way. If I'm Sirianni, I'm putting my foot on the gas. I'm starting with the football if I win the coin toss. I put seven up on them and play the aggressor. You cannot play to not lose. You have to play to win. And I think that they're going to have such a fantastic game plan. And Purdy's going to make – I think he's going to throw two interceptions in the game. But, Mark, he's are, you calling, are you calling, uh, calling the Super Bowl Bengals 49ers, or what are you saying? Me? Yeah, Mike. Well, I mean, no, I, 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 I think I think it's I think it's Bengals, um, Eagles, Eagles, and I think the Bengals win. All right, I I think the Bengals win the Super Bowl this year. Period. Mm -hmm. So if it's 49ers, Bengals, done. Bengals win. Joe Burrow is getting a ring. Um, uh, I'd be very shocked if that didn't happen. But hey, you know, it's uh, it's the Super Bowl, so. You know, there it is, and there you have it, right? Yep. But so, what I will say to to counter even what I was saying, and to go off what Mark was saying, the spread for the Eagles Niners is two and a half, which shocks mm -hmm. me. And if anybody knows anything about gambling, they don't build casinos because Vegas is wrong. They're right. to do it. 
Yeah, there's something, there's something going there. on there. There's something yeah. there. Two and a half is two and a half though is begging you, begging you to take the Eagles, begging uh, you, right? Begging you. Yeah, and, and I'm, uh, I, and I I'm foolishly to going to take that. <laughs> <laughs> I go back to the uh, Ace Rothstein uh, school of thinking. It's like the win. The yep. the drugs, the girlfriend, the night before, the condition, the field. It's you know, all of that shit, right? Yep. Uh you factor in there. But I, I I just my athletic gut instinct is um Purdy has no fear, has nothing to lose. Um fucking Joe Burrow has like no fear. And because mm-hmm. hurts hurts, I kind of feel like and I and I I, I I say this, Rick, because last week before that game started, he had been telling people he wasn't feeling real well, uh, reporters, right? Uh, and was starting to put that out there to lower expectations. Plain possum. Here, here we are. Possibly, possibly possum, but also possibly confidence. You never know. You don't know for sure, for sure, right? All right. So I'm gonna and, I'm gonna do what we what we Mark and I like to do at the now we're incorporating it into the show. I want a bold prediction for what's gonna happen in the next one or two weeks. For example, I was like um, a a bold prediction or not? Wasn't a bold prediction? I said Mark or yes. Okay. Yeah, because yes. Rick blew us out of the water with his one last time. I thought it was great. Okay. What do you guys got? Think. Think about it for a second. Bold. I got mine. Go ahead, big guy. Go. Bold prediction of the week. Ghislaine Maxwell drops her first name of who is on the Lolita Express. That is a big name. Nice. Wow. What, and, and what okay, was your, who that what is real fast. Somebody, somebody might not know who that is. Why don't you tell <clears> the audience who that is? So Ghislaine Maxwell is the scummy handmaiden of the world's biggest predator, Jeffrey Epstein, who mysteriously died and who she is now incarcerated for the rest of her life uh, for helping groom and uh, feed him women. And she recently came out in a report and said that she believes that there was some dirty underhandings going and that he was killed. So... If she's willing to admit that on camera, more interviews are coming. So stay tuned. Yeah, he did kill himself. So let's let's just be real there. He, oh no no no! Sorry, he was killed. He was killed. He didn't kill himself. He was yeah. killed. Mark, what do you got? Ron Klain joins an organization that goes out and begins to attack Joe Biden. Okay, Ron Klain again. Explain who that Ron is. Ron Klain is the chief of staff to the White House who's leaving the White House today. Who do you think he supports or will support um, or be on somebody's advisory board for a president? Who do you, which, which camp do you think he jumps on? Gavin Newsom. Newsom. The good one. To go off top or go on top of what we talked today, going back to Pfizer, my bull prediction when the whistleblower comes out, because it's going to happen, there will be there will be an email that links what Pfizer did with a member of Congress. 
of they knew what was happening, they knew what they were doing, and a Democrat congressman, whether it's in leadership, which it will be, knew what was going on. There will be a huge name that's involved with yep. whether it's the suppression of the of the of the of the drug or they knew what was happening and what the drug was doing actually. That's what it is. We uh, we already have it. And you guys are gonna and, and our audience is gonna shit when they find out. And they're gonna be pissed. <laughs> and it's linked to Fauci and it's linked to Scott Gottlieb and the former FDA commissioner who let, took a two month vacation and then jumped on the board of Pfizer. And it's linked to Dr. Burks. Uh, the little, you know, scarf wearing, mm -hmm. uh, lanky, uh, you know, tall broad who was, you know, Fauci's hand puppet. Um, and it's linked to the um, leadership in the Democrat um, caucus on both sides of the Capitol. Uh, as Barbara well Streisand. As, as well as. What? Is it Barbara Streisand? No. Uh. Deborah Burks. You haven't seen her on TV for two and a half years. Because she blew her credibility with everybody, and they didn't need her. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that one coming a mile away, and uh, that's a pretty good prediction. Yep. This has been fun. This was one of the better shows. Yes, As it has. And we got to see Arena again. Yes, we did. Um, right? I'd like to thank her once again for helping me hedge my bets because, unsuredly, all the predictions and all the mumbo-jumbo that I was speaking about for the last 15 minutes is probably going to be the exact opposite, and I will make sure to lose all my heavy bets, and her blind picks are almost a lock to win. So thank you, Arena, for that. Who did she pick again? She picked the Niners. She picked my boys, right? 49ers and the Bengals, right? Yep. All right. So it's the Arena Super Bowl is what it's going to be. That's what we'll have to call it if that happens. Yep. The old Collinsworth. All right. <laughs> well, you gentlemen have a great weekend. Mr. Looking Gula? Next week. Gula. Yeah. We're gonna, yeah, we'll have some fun. There's a lot of shit going on. Uh, we'll have some uh, interesting topics to talk about. So I want to thank everybody uh, both here uh, on the show and in the audience for Another wonderful episode of Read the Room on the No Filter Network. The No Filter Network. <laughs> Thank you again, audience. It yep. stays popping like kettle corn every time here on the Read the Room. <laughs> With my boys, Sir Mike Gula, Sir Mark Smith. I am everybody's favorite uncle. Good night. Farewell. Adios. Have a great weekend. Later, love guys. Later. Ones. Later, later. We love Kelly.